You know, it's the darnest thing. I was talking to uh, Bronco Henry the other day, and he told me he's the one that took my Cook's Country magazine. It's Bronco Henry. I, w- I didn't know what had happened to it, so I got me a new one. Anyway, we're having weird, but we're covering a new issue this week. Adam Burns, Joe Batanz, uh, Bronco Henry, we're throwing down. I've said at the top of the show, my name is Joe Batanz, and I am one of the hosts of a little show called Throwing Down, but I can't do this show alone. I do it with my good buddy, Mr. Oh, the, sorry. He's uh, the mouth of the South, the huge cock from Little Rock. He's the frown turned upside down from Taunty Town. It's the one, the only, the found one of the founders of Pride 48, Mr. Adam Burns. Yeah. Hello, Joe. How are you? I should say, you know, I should say, hi, Joey. Why? Well, that's what Mike used to oh, say. Oh, you know, what? oh, that's what Bronco Henry said, not to me. Let me ask you this. Bronco Henry's been wanting to know, would you go camping with him? Well, I don't know who this Bronco Henry is that you're speaking of, because I know, I know there's a movie, right? What movie? That I said I didn't enjoy, but that was a fictional character. So it would be impossible for me to go uh, camping with a fictional character. Well, Bronco Henry is not fictional, Adam. Let me tell you this. I'll tell you, there were a lot of things. There was more dictional, you know what I mean, from the last time we went camping. But but I'll tell you this. if, If he's the same one from that movie, then no. I'm I'm not into it. What are you into? I'm not into that. <laughs> How's the South Those, right now? What's the weather like there in the Ozarks? Uh, you know, I don't know. I think we're probably in the... It's sunny. I can see that through my window, as my grandma used to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's probably in the 50s, maybe low 60s. Does right Mark now? ever compare the weather from... Have you ever called Markinsaw? I, I can't believe I've never thought of that. Have you ever called it Markinsaw? No, I, I have not. I, I have. Well, you have my permission to start calling it that. Okay. Uh, uh, it's not copyright, Joe Batanz. No, I made it up right now, but I'm gifting it to you. You can so creative, Arkansas. And you were going to ask, does he ever at, uh, talk about the weather? Either compare the weather in the Philippines to Arkansas. Well, occasionally, but I what I have learned, what I've gathered from him, yeah. Is that they have hot season and rainy season. Mm-hmm. That's it. And that that's it. They don't have spring, summer, winter, fall. He didn't even, they don't have those. Do you think he misses the Philippines? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. In fact, he said, he said one time, the only reason he's still here is because of me, basically. Oh, really? But he, he said he never had a goal mm-hmm. to become a U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. Uh, his goal was always to move back to the Philippines, mm-hmm. but because he met me, now he's going through the citizenship process and all of that kind of stuff. Do so, you think if you guys broke up, he'd go back to the Philippines? I think so. Oh, I, really? Well, maybe not immediately because because uh, 
work it it's harder for them to find jobs good jobs in the philippines that pay well mm-hmm. and so he probably would stay here to work but when he retired or whatever he would uh definitely i think he would move back well he'd go back a very rich man to the philippines but you know because they i mean he he sends he basically supports his parents because that's that's very much their culture mm-hmm. that when when you're you know your parents support you all the mm-hmm. way through college or whatever until you get a mm-hmm. job mm-hmm. and then when your parents retire basically the retirement plan for filipinos is their kids oh interesting so and that's just part of the culture like they it's an expected thing that your children are going to send mm-hmm. you money you know wherever they go off to work they're going to send you money and that's kind of your retirement at least this is what I've been told. I'm no expert. Yeah. In the in the chat room, they say, "Would Adam ever move to the Philippines?" I would. I oh, and would. we've talked. I've I've talked about. Yeah, I mean, when we retire, mm-hmm. um, at the very least, we could have maybe a a summer home or you know mm-hmm. some other home where we spend part of the time in the Philippines, part of the time in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't have a problem with that. But um, anyway, so yeah, I, I think he would. He, I mean, because like I told you, he just told me the other day. Yeah, I would have not been doing the citizenship process unless I'd met you. So did that did that turn you on? Like, does does? Because I'll be honest with you. I'm be completely honest because this is a private conversation that no one's listening to. But when Aiden says things like, like you know what Aiden told me, and I hope he doesn't get mad. I don't think he'll get mad if I say this. You know, what Aiden <laughs> told me that when if we get married, when we get married, he's gonna take my last name. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, he's gonna become Aiden Batance, right? And um, that gave me the biggest boner when he told me that. <laughs> I I didn't get turned on, but I felt special. Well, you know, but you know me, like I I take things negatively quite often. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing that came to my mind was, oh my god, did I screw up his life? <laughs> I mean, he had this plan, and like he's staying for me, and what if? He turns out to hate me or I'm a horrible boyfriend or something. Mm-hmm. And then he made all these decisions just based on me. And, you know, mm-hmm. I had a little bit of stress. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I felt, I felt, uh, flattered. Mm-hmm. I think he would still be here though, even if he hadn't met me, because like I said, mm-hmm. I think his goal was to work here. Yeah. But then eventually move back. So he wouldn't need the citizenship. Mm-hmm. He would just be able to work. And then, mm-hmm. you know, when he's ready to go back, he'd go back. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh, they're all very interesting stuff. Now, Adam Burns, let's get to you now. Let's get back to you. How have you been? It's been a couple of weeks since we've talked. How have you been? What is going on? What's the tea? What's up? What's down? Uh, what, you know, what are your, uh, what's your peak in your pit? I've been fine. I got a haircut. So, I mean, I know you can't tell because I'm wearing a hat, but I didn't fix my hair today. So, uh, I got a haircut. It had been eight weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't so know if I it, told this. Did I tell this on here that I? I heard you mention on Geeky Gay. My, my hair mm-hmm. um, will last about four. So I have a lot of re- natural hair that actually mm-hmm. grows out of my head. Mm-hmm. But um, back there where, you know, the uh, like a like monks or whatever, you think of the bald spot on the back yeah. of the head. I've seen it. Yeah. You know. That's what I've got. And uh, so I've got my my hair system that sits mm-hmm. right there, like on the back of my head mm-hmm. and covers that up. And uh, it will uh, – they glue it on and um, 
it will last about four weeks. And after about four weeks, because I don't take it off. Mm-hmm. I don't want to take it off. I I don't want to even think about the fact that I do. You wash your hair in the shower? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't come off. Uh, it's surgical. It's like some kind of surgical grade glue. I mean, it's not. It's it's stuck. Does it hurt when you get your hair cut? No. Well, I, I mean, I'll tell you something else, else about that. But no, I mean, getting my hair cut doesn't hurt. But there is a part that can hurt. And so, after about four weeks, the glue starts to um, break down a little bit. And it's different for every person, mm-hmm. you know, some people and how often you work out and how often you sweat and like all of these things. Mm-hmm. But uh, after about four weeks, it starts to break down. But I refuse to take this thing off because I want it to be just as if I, I don't have one. I don't mm-hmm. want to think about it. I just want, you know, to always have hair there. Yeah. I want to go in, them swap it out, you know, whatever. But mm-hmm. when I have to go for a really long time. When I wake up in the morning, it will have, sometimes it will have moved. It'll move? Oh, so like it's like your hair just moved to one side? Yeah, because the glue, yeah. <laughs> the glue starts breaking down. Oh and I refuse to take it off mm-hmm. and, and just like clean it and, and re-glue it down. I just won't. And I went eight weeks and this is way too long. Yeah. So, so I was, uh, I had my hat on and I took my hat off and the back of the hair system came up oh my god <laughs> like when i pulled my hat off and it was still attached at the front but the back came up and so i just i had some tape i had some hair tape hair that i've tape. never used because i never heard of this yeah i've never used because again i don't take it off and instead of taking the whole thing off and cleaning it i just picked up the back little piece <laughs> uh-huh. wiped it with a paper towel wiped the top of my head and stuck a couple of pieces of that hair tape down there. Mm-hmm. And then I pushed the hair back down. Just to last like the last four days. Yeah. <laughs> so And it worked. It was fine. Ask, but uh, yeah. Let me ask you this question. How comfortable are you with Mark? Are you comfortable with Mark? Come and take my hair down? He's done it once <gasps> for me. Oh, okay. But it's not, it's not, I don't like it. Yeah. I would prefer to just do I would prefer to never have to do it. I just want to go every and I have considered they do offer the surgery as well. So mm-hmm. I am considering doing that. So I can, you know, would so that I can end stop your would mess. that end your four week every four weeks going to like Missouri to get haircuts? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Cause then fun. it would be the surgery, it would be my hair. But it takes about a year, mm-hmm. nine months to a year for everything to grow back in and start looking good again. Mm-hmm. And so you have to go nine months to a year with like crappy scarring looking. But you wear a lot you know, of hats. Whatever. You wear hats. I do. That's totally. true. Yeah, that's true. But you know, when you go to a fancy restaurant or when you go to church or something like that, you can't wear a baseball cap. You know, yeah. it's not appropriate. So, but I, I did that. Got a haircut. Now it's all attached and everything's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, nothing. Nothing has really been going on all that much. Oh, really? No. Oh. What about you? See, now I think this. I think you're doing this thing now where you don't want to tell stories because I told you this became the Adam Burns interview show. So now you don't want to tell stories. <laughs> no, you. I. That was a story. No, it was a story. But I feel like you have a lot. I feel like there's a lot going on. There really hasn't. Like your family are getting along. Oh, oh, 
th- well, this is not a story. There, there's not really a story. Okay. But my mom got COVID. <gasps> oh, how's she doing? She's doing fine. I think <laughs> so. Again, there's no story. I haven't seen her because she has COVID. But mm-hmm. um, on Sunday, mm-hmm. my stepfather was not in the choir. And I was thinking, oh, I need to con- I need to contact them and see what's going on because he's always there, like unless they're out of town, he's always yeah. in choir. And uh, I got when I got done with church, my mom messaged me and said, hey, I wasn't feeling well. I think I just got a sinus infection. Mm-hmm. But uh, but, you know, that's why we're not in church, because we need I need to get a covid test just in case, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and so I was like, and then, and then I said, being the good son that I am, I said, oh, well, do you, do y'all need anything? Cause you can't go anywhere. You know, what, is there anything I can bring for you? Mm-hmm. And she said, uh, well, we were, we don't have any tests. Uh, do you have a COVID test? Mm-hmm. So Mark and I have, we had like 10 tests. Mm-hmm. I mean, 10 boxes, so like yeah. 20 tests. Cause yeah. each one of those boxes There's has two, two tests. tests. In it. Yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, we've got plenty. I'll bring over a couple. So I, so I, uh, I had to come home. It's like 20 minutes from church to here and then 20 minutes back. So we ate lunch and then I said, I need to go ahead and take this back to them mm-hmm. because they're like stuck at home until she gets a result. And so we drove it back, but I didn't want, I didn't want them to answer the door. I don't want to get COVID. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I didn't even tell them I was there. I put it in a, in a bag, put it on their doorstep and then had Mark drive away. And then I texted them after we were a few minutes away from their house. I'm like, okay, uh, the COVID test is at your doorstep. And uh, yeah, she took the test later that afternoon and it was positive. And so I said, well, do y'all need any groceries or anything like that? And apparently they were fine with food. And I messaged her yesterday. That was Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I messaged her yesterday and she said she was feeling a little bit better, but not completely and I still haven't messaged her today or called, so I'll I'll probably message her after this and see how she's doing. You know, uh, do you think she'll blame? Like, cause I feel like the the then the talking point after that is like, well, it looks like the vaccines don't work because I got the vaccine and I now I got COVID. You know, it's it's funny that you say that yeah. because she said so when we were texting. Mm-hmm. She says, "Guys, I have COVID." Mm-hmm. Even with the shots, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that was what she said. Yeah, but that's all she said about it. And I didn't, I didn't uh, delve deeper into that topic. I just mm-hmm. said, "Oh, I'm really sorry to hear that." I just kind of moved on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there was kind of a undertone of, "Huh, I got the shots, yeah, but I still got COVID." That that's sort of the stuff that's infuriating me now is like, for instance, you know, in this big package, a spending package that they uh, just put through Congress and Biden's going to sign and there's a bunch of money for Ukraine. But the only way they were able to get it to pass is against the White House's objections. They struck all like the covid money. Right. Twenty two million dollars, I think it is, or billion dollars or who knows. Right. Yeah. Twenty two million would do nothing. Right. Twenty two billion dollars or something. And the White House is warned, like, well, now these programs are going to stop and this is going to stop and we're not going to have this and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, this is very Republican. And then let's say there'll be another surge. We won't be ready or there won't be enough this or whatever's not getting paid for now. And they'll be like, well, was it the Biden administration just failed because look at this. You know, we didn't, we weren't <laughs> ready for this COVID shit. I'm like, 
oh, and it just makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. And then also, like, I, you know, when the pandemic first happened, I bought stock in oil. Okay. Okay. So last week, my fucking oil stock shot through the roof. And I was like, woohoo. I was like, I'm rich. I'm going to pay rent. Right. And yeah. then, um, and like the end of, by the end of the week, it plummeted. Just it, it, it not didn't fall. I'm, I'm still way up than I was at before the pandemic. But like, it, I pretty much lost a lot of the gains that I made. And I was like, "What?" And it turns out we people don't know this, and if they're not following this, I only know because I have stock in oil. The price per barrel of, of oil has plummeted in the past week. But but the oil companies are still raising the prices. You're not seeing the price reflect until you're going to see Republicans going like, oh, it's Biden's fault that the the oil, the price of oil, crude oil has plummeted. It's the oil company. I was saying, like, I was thinking the, the we have oligarchs too, right? And these oligarchs have put sanctions on the Biden administration and, and, and on the, on the, on, on their own country. There are sanctions on this country, Adam, to make Biden seem like he's failing. But uh, anyway, tell that to your Democrat mask. That's all I have to say. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. And I it's probably always been that way to some extent, but it's much worse now. Meaning Republicans always – both sides probably have always found a way to blame the other side no matter what. And, you know, agreed to something and then when it backfires, well, it was the other side's fault. It wasn't mm-hmm. theirs. I'm sure, I'm sure that has always happened. Yeah. But yeah, it does seem like it's uh it, it it happens a lot and I was reading the other day that um a lot of the Republicans are pro helping Ukraine. You know. Yeah. Like they've verbally they've come out and said they're they're, they're pro what Biden is doing mm-hmm. and most of them even applauded when he did the state of the union and yeah. talked about Ukraine and all that. Yeah. And the article was saying, but you know, when inflation gets worse and all these other things happen, they're going to blame it on Biden. You know, they're going to say he did something wrong with helping Ukraine or something, mm-hmm. even though they're for it now. Yeah. They're going to find a way to blame it on His him. Fault. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, too, is I just I retweeted something recently where it was like a lot of these people who are like, oh, I'm a I'm a survivalist and, you know, this and that and guns and yada, yada. And, you know, we got to do this and that. And then they can't they fucking lose their fucking minds at five dollars per for gallon for gas and having to wear a mask, you know. But they're these tough Republicans. Anyway, Adam we don't Bar- drive. We don't drive enough to even be impacted by that. And I know there are people out there who, you know, can't afford a lot. And so I'm sure it is a problem. But. We rarely go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So I haven't had to fill I, my tank for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I brought it up with John Paul. And he's like, oh, our price is going up. And like, he's whatever. He's clueless, <laughs> right? Because he has an electric car. Uh-huh. So he's like, oh, what? Wish we had an electric car. Anyway, Adam Burns, let me tell you a story. I tell talked me. about this event a few times. Um, and this is this is a story really not about the event. It's really about a story about uh, comedy of manners, so to speak. But there's an event that I've been to many times over the past 10 years or so, 10 plus years, called the Lo Maximo Awards. Okay, it's the annual uh, awards gala from this uh, organization called Homeboy Industries out here in Los Angeles, California. 
And okay. I, I think I've heard you mention that before. I've like told you stories were, in there before. Weren't yeah. you a board member or something? No, no, no. I, <laughs> no, I could never be a board member on that. No. Oh, Mercedes okay. and Chris are board members, right? And that's why I get invited oh. to the big gala. But, um, you know, I'm not a board member. But you go to these things and they ask for, you know, it's a big thing. And they have like celebrities show up, political and entertainment celebrities. And, but then they do the big ask for money. You know, they ask you for money. Now, in the old days, in the old days, it would be like, we're so poor. Like, we, we need your money or we're going to, we're going to go, we're we're done. The organization's done, right? But ever since in the, and before the pandemic, Jane Fonda, you ever heard of her? Yeah. She joined the board of directors. Grace and Frankie. Yeah. She joined the board of directors, and ever since then, they've gotten so much. I mean, just like this organization, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, uh, just millions and millions and millions of dollars. That's great for the organization. But they still have the gala. They still have the ask. It's just not as, like, needful. So have you met Jane Fonda? Well, we'll get to this story, okay? So, but for the past couple of years before the pandemic, I wasn't invited to the gala because Mercedes told me, and this is makes sense. We need to have really big donors at our table, right? Like I told you, they were in real trouble. She said, we need, we need people to come to these galas who just, they're going to donate a lot of money. Cause like, I don't, I'll say that I don't like to talk about money. So I'll say I donated more than $200, less than a thousand dollars. And that is nothing. That is like if I dropped a dollar in somebody's guitar case, right? That's how big, yeah. the, like someone spent $45,000, Adam, to have dinner with Jane Fonda. That's okay. a lot, yeah. That's a lot yeah. of money. So, like, not my, for those people. I but... know, but for my piddly money, it's like they're like pff, they laugh at me, right? I don't even. I don't even think that paid for my seat. If I'm being honest, okay. So anyway, uh, so I go to this. So 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 then I'm like, whatever. I, for the past couple years, I, I I totally get it. Yes, give my seat to somebody who could donate a lot of money. Blah 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 blah. Well, now the pandemic's happened. Now they're having the first awards gala since the pandemic. Okay. But I didn't think I got the invite because I've donated money in the past. But I was like, I was like, I, I should, I just threw it away. But the, 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 each seat is so much money, right? I'm like, ha ha ha. But like last Thursday, I get a text message from Mercedes saying, Hey, I have a couple of seats open. Do you want to come? Why don't you just come? Why don't you just come to the gala? And I was like, Okay, but you know what? She's like, see if you see if you can get Aiden to come down here, right? Are they buying your seats? Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have to pay for anything, right? I but so I go, okay, but see if you can get somebody else. And she's like, just I'm like, just she's like, okay, okay. So Thursday goes by, Friday goes by, Saturday morning. I do you know I do drag race recap early on Saturdays. I finish the show, it's nine AM. I look at my phone. There's a text message from Mercedes. Oh, shoot. I forgot to tell you. I couldn't find anyone. Just come. Right. But now I haven't asked anybody. I've asked zero people. Right. <laughs> so and it's that night, Adam Burns. It's that Bring your night. mom. You know what? Other people said that. Right. Other people said that. So let. So I was like, oh, my God. So I here, here, and I'm going to get to women in a second. Maybe the women in the audience can weigh in on this. OK, maybe the women in the audience can weigh in on this. Because people were throwing names at me. So first I called John Paul. John Paul's like, oh, I can go. 
but I'm not because A, Evil John won't let me, and B, I don't want to wear a suit. And I was like, what? Okay. I called uh, After Buzz TV's Jay Ellis. He wants to go, but he had bought tickets for his mom for some concert that got canceled during the pandemic and now is rescheduled for that night, so he can't go. Someone says Christian and Robert, and they're like, I, I actually got really desperate. I messaged them. They're a hard no, right? Which what is, about uh, Adam Salandra? He was out of town, and also I've never met him in person. Oh. Right? So that'd be weird okay. the first time we meet in person, this gala, right? And then I realized how few friends I have here in L.A., you know? It's sort of the, the podcasting problem. You're not lonely, but you have no friends in L.A. And I have – now, I have a lot of female friends, but I didn't invite them because I feel – again, the the ladies can weigh in here on this. For anyone who identifies as female or not, people – whoever wants to weigh in can weigh in here. Drag queens, I don't give a shit, Okay. I was like to ask a woman at 10 a.m. to go to this really highfalutin gala, right? That's like asking someone to go to prom that day. Like she have to get undressed. They have to get their hair done. They have to get their nails done. They have to do so much. It's like for me, I just got into a suit and that was the end. I took a shower, took a shower, got in a suit, you know? And so yeah. I I hesitated asking women. Someone, someone said Lori Rogan kept them off. First of all, she'd show up in overalls. And then she'd ask really inappropriate questions. Oh, because one of the selling points I was going to use was who is at our table. It was one of the best tables we've ever, I've ever been to with them. It was me and my, my plus one, Chris and Mercedes. Okay. Then um, this g- older gay couple friend of theirs who's married. They're documentary filmmakers. Interesting. Then uh, a lawyer that I actually know her too. She's a lawyer for people on death row. She was going to come with one of the clients that she got off death row. His name was T-Bone. Okay. So it's her and T-Bone. And then it was these three scientists. One of them is um, a neural, a neuroscience. I don't know. Something like that. Hold on. I got to sneeze. Anyway, he's like a neuroscientist. Something neuro something. Not only he was a neurologist, I think he was more so, neuro something. But he write he's a a writer contributor to the New Yorker. Okay, and um, so I'm like, oh, this is a great table, right? So I want to use that to get people to go with me. Okay, now Adam, I don't look at the Discord. Has anybody weighed in on? Have anybody who cares weighed in about asking a woman last minute to one of these things? Uh, there was. Uh... There was some chatter about it depends on the woman and, you know, people are less likely to be able to fit into their formal wear because of COVID. No, no, that's no, that's, that is, that's a, for the next story I have for this episode. That is a problem for the next story. And actually for this story. So what lands up happening is because people had suggested, why don't you ask your cousin Richard? But I didn't ask him at first because his boyfriend had been on location for something for two weeks. And just got back the night before. And I was like, Richard's going to want to see his boyfriend. But finally got to a point where I just asked Richard. Yeah. And Richard, Richard's been before. He's like, yeah, I'll go. And I was like, oh, I just thought you wouldn't go because Sabian came into town. He's like, we're leaving tomorrow for San Francisco. I'm going to be with him for five days. I can not see him tonight. You know? I'm like, oh, okay. So Richard landed up going with me. When I got there, 
that was a little bit of a Richard problem. Richard's like, oh my God, I mean, having to squeeze into this suit, like no one fits into their <laughs> suits anymore. You know, Richard, I don't know if you know this, but Richard has uh, an Instagram account Yeah, where he likes to post these suggestive photos. Oh, I know. It's awesome. And I can just see him putting on his suit, leaving it halfway unzipped, snapping a few shots to put on his Insta, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I, that, yeah. You know what's so funny is after the event, well, there was a step and repeat. And Richard and I were like, oh, let's take, let's take some pictures in front of it. We took a bunch of pictures. Okay. Some flattering, some not. He chose the one where I looked the worst for his Instagram story. I'm like, of course he did. Right? Well, it was it. It had nothing to do with you. That's probably the one that he felt he looked the best. Probably. So, um. So he said, "Yeah, I'll go, but I don't want to stay the whole time. When would you want to leave?" I want. I was fine with that. You know, I was fine with that. So I was like, "Let's stay through dinner." But before the dessert, because it's usually around the dessert that they do the ask, okay? <clears throat> so we get there, and my favorite part is the cocktail hour. They have this open bar. You can't even give tips. There's nothing in the place to even give tips. And uh, all kinds of food. And just cr- I love the, the cocktail hour. That's the best part, all right? Then you go in. And that's when we have the, the documentary people and all this. Then you go in, and it's time for dinner. And the hosts of the night were Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Okay. Okay. Let me tell you this. So remember, we wanted to leave early. Because it's Chris and Mercedes and they bought the table, blah, 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 and they're on the board. The table is dead center, right, like <laughs> first row, right in front of the podium where Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Like, I'm telling you, I like look talking to you as yes, they as they present, I am basically. five feet from them. Okay. I am five feet from Jane. Like, you know, they have these big screens on the side people can see from all parts of the room. I don't even look at them because I, they're right in front of me. Okay. And I'm like, oh shit. And Richard even says, I don't know how we're going to get out of here. I don't know how we're going to get out of here. So dinner comes. They even do that. That's how I know that they get, someone paid $45,000. For to have dinner with Jane Fonda, they um they start doing the ask and we're like, we can't leave. Finally, they were like, Oh, let's bring up this guy to help with this thing for the ask, right? And so why when they're bringing him up, everyone's clapping and go, Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. So Richard and I grab our thing. I say, Bye, Chris Mercedes, bye. And we grab our shit. Well, here's the deal. So then I dash out, right? Going okay. with what I told you earlier, Richard, his shoes were tight. <laughs> They're COVID tight, right? And he was like, <laughs> he couldn't run. So he was like, ah, ah, ah. And he's like, just, just go. And I was, just leave me, you know? And so I, I ran out of there. And so then we did the seven repeat and then we left. But that was it. That was the night. That was one of the things I did, Adam Burns. Low Maximum Awards 2022. Well, you didn't, go back next you year. didn't meet Jane Fonda or Lily Tom. That, that stuff doesn't impress me. I'll be honest with you. I, I know, could have, but- they were right behind. So, we had a really good table. So during like breaks, you know, like when we were eating and stuff like that, they were literally over my shoulder taking pictures with people. And I was like, why would I? Why why would I get up and take a picture with them? What do I need a picture with Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin for? Why would I need that? You don't. And they're yeah. just people. They poop too. Yeah. But I, I do enjoy, I think Jane Fonda looks great for her age. Oh my God. Um, she looks fantastic. 
And uh, and I think Lily Tomlin's really funny. You so. know what I'll tell you? I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. No matter what you think and blah, 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 blah. They're, old. they're both in their 80s. The thing that surprised me most is how spry they are. Because you know, sometimes you see old people, and especially women, there'll be a man who helps them up the stairs. Yeah. They were both just dashing up the stairs. Probably better than I can, right? Just well, I, doesn't, I don't know about Lily Tomlin, but I feel like Jane Fonda works out con- just constantly. Because she yeah. had a workout video back in the day, like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah no, she, she moves around like nobody. Her body's fantastic. It just, she looks phenomenal. So, all right. Well, Adam Burns, it's time for the cooking segment. Uh, this week, we made, it was my choice. It's from the newest issue of Cook's Country Magazine. What month is it, Adam Burns? What month are we in right now? This month is March. No, no, no. For the magazine. Oh, <laughs> does it say? It I says it uh, spring. Oh, it just says spring? Oh, no. April, May. April, May. Okay. So now we are in April, May. And uh, even though it's technically the middle of March. And one of the things we made when I chose it, but I didn't have the magazine in front of me, was the brunch burger. Now, this brunch burger, talk about indulgent. You had a brioche bun. You had to make this dressing that was mayonnaise, Worcestershire sauce, uh, Worcestershire sauce uh, chipotle, maple syrup, if you did. I chose to put the maple syrup. Um, and then, uh, you had the burger, which was about, um, two parts beef to one part pork sausage. And you mix that up and then you topped it with cheddar cheese and two slices of bacon. And then on top of all that, a fried egg. Wow. Adam Burns. That is a lot. And I'm dying to hear about your process. I'm dying to hear what you changed, what you didn't change. Go ahead. Tell us. Well, I didn't change anything on purpose. What do you mean didn't change anything on purpose? Well, meaning I didn't intend to change anything, but I, there was no, there's always an ingredient that I cannot find when we follow a recipe. Just, it doesn't matter. They didn't have chipotles in adobo at the store. What did they have? That that nothing like that at all. Nothing did like they have that at all. Chipotles? Uh, no. Oh no, no. Uh, and so I um everything else they had. And so what I did is I have this uh, chili sauce, this uh, this hot chili sauce that I have. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mixed a little bit of that with some ketchup because I thought, well, because, uh, because again, chipotles and adobo is uh, that adobo sauce. I don't know if there's any tomato in it, but it's, it's a hot, it's a spicy thing. And it's the closest thing I could do. So I put a little bit, of, but Mark doesn't like things super spicy. So I put a little bit of the chili sauce and then I put a little bit of tomato to, to bulk it up or a little bit of ketchup. Then mix that with the mayonnaise, the the Worcester sauce, as they would say in the UK, and uh, and I did do the maple syrup, and it had pepper in it as well. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't change anything else. I just I, I did not have uh, chipotles and adobo. I couldn't. I always I tend to wait till the last minute. Yeah. And I don't have time to go to five different stores. So if they don't have it at the, at my local store that I'm shopping at, I have to, you know, come up with some substitution. But the, and for the pork sausage, 
I guess this is a small change. I chose the maple sausage instead of just the regular sausage because there was maple in the in the sauce. Mm-hmm. There was maple syrup in the sauce, and I thought that would go well. That would complement each other. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was easy. I mean, it was it was quite a process because I had to make the sauce. You have to mix the the pork with the ground, you know, the ground beef, and then uh, make the patties. You have to cook the bacon. Yeah, you know, I mean, there are lots of steps in this. Now, I cooked my bacon in the oven, Mm -hmm. so I changed that. I don't, I don't do it in a pan. I always do my bacon in the oven. But then what I did is I just poured some of the grease from the pan that I did it in the oven into the skillet into the you know the pan and uh cook the burgers and uh cook the egg and bacon grease as well and then put it all together and I toasted the buns uh had a brioche bun they didn't have any fancy brioche buns with like everything bagel seasoning they just had regular brioche buns yeah um i think the recipe said if hey if you can find one with everything seasoning on it that'd be even better okay uh, so now is the big moment. What were your thoughts on it? I loved it. In fact, I, I made the full recipe. So mm-hmm. I made, I made four burgers. I did the full amount of bacon. Mm-hmm. And then the past two days for lunch. Now I, I don't want to have to cook an egg every time. Yeah. So, uh, so the past two days for lunch, I've just done bacon and burger with cheese with the same sauce because mm-hmm. I, the, Again, the brioche buns. Oh that yeah, I bought how did you like, like the sauce? Them. I liked it. Okay. Uh, it was, you know, what it was better the second day because it had had ha- um, had time to kind of yeah meld meld. But I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, I, I'll tell you this: the yeah. one thing out of it that I'm sorry, no, the one okay. thing that I've never done, mm-hmm. and I don't know why I've never done it, is a mixed black person sausage with beef oh. for a burger. Mm-hmm. And it, I really liked it. I liked the flavor mm-hmm. a lot. So I, I think I'll do that again just when oh, I'm making really? a regular burger. Yeah. What did, Now, here's the big question. What did Mark think of it? I told him that you always ask what he thinks of it. And he, his response was, anything you cook is good. And I'm not going to complain about anything you ever cook. So you should basically stop asking me my opinion. He didn't say those words. Mm-hmm. But but I, he said, that's oh, good. I mean, which is what he says all the time. And I said, honestly. I'm doing a cooking review segment. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with me. I followed a recipe. Would you give me your honest opinion? And he said, no, anything you cook is good. Mm. <laughs> Full stop. Because his opinion of me is that I'm too sensitive and I can't handle criticism. And he refuses to criticize anything that I cook. But didn't he just criticize you for asking him about his criticisms? You mean in that whole scenario that I was just yeah. talking about? Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he just, anyway, he refuses to give me a, I, I think he liked it, but he doesn't. The thing about burgers with him is mm-hmm. burgers are not a meal in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And so they're just a snack and he doesn't. Wait, 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 yeah. wait. That's what he tells me. They would never eat a burger as a meal. Like if you just want a snack in the afternoon or something, they might go grab a burger but he said it's not considered like a meal. Uh, or maybe that's just a Mark thing, but that's what he's told me. Well, look, I'll, and I'm to gonna, him, a I'm burger gonna, is I'm just gonna a burger. Uh, I'm going to see John Paul tonight. I will ask him. I'm making a note to myself to ask John Paul. 
uh, about it. Um, but uh, I made a note to myself: ask John Paul the But I will. Yeah. I will say this: if he yeah. really loves something, mm-hmm. he'll tell me without me asking. So. I think he liked it fine, Mm -hmm. but it probably, his opinion was, it was a burger. Mm -hmm. I see. You know, like nothing special. He didn't dislike it, but, you know, I really liked it. Anything with an egg on it, you got me. I loved, I really liked it a lot. I'm going to tell you, it was very, very indulgent for me. I don't usually like very rich foods like that. I ate it, and I enjoyed it. I have two extra burger patties left because only my dad had it. But he, he fucking what's that whole is it Theseus or whatever? What's the name of that ship in Greece that like like they replaced every part of the ship? So the philosophical question is: If you replace every part of the ship, is it still the same ship? You know, where this morning I said to them, I said, "Listen, I gotta make this." My mom was going out with a friend for lunch, but I said, "I gotta make this burger for lunch." Do you want me? Do you want one of them, Dad? And he goes, "Well, what's in it?" And I go, "Well, this brioche bun." I tell the ingredients. He goes, "I don't want the bun. I don't want the dressing. Uh, I only want the burger and the bacon and the cheese." And he did his own dressing. His own. I'm like, okay, well, whatever. But so I can't give his opinion because he had a basically a different I, burger. I didn't think it was super indulgent, but I love burgers. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I eat so many, too many burgers yeah. and, and, and uh, I love a burger with an egg on it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I mean, I didn't see it as anything. If I, sometimes I'll go to Denny's and they have a burger that's very similar. Mm-hmm. The only difference may be, you know, the sauce is different, but they also put hash browns on it, on the burger. Oh my gosh. So it has a, a burger patty, hash browns, bacon, and mm-hmm. an egg. Yeah. All on on this one burger. Yeah, it's even more indulgent. Yeah, and I love it. All right, so so this is this is a big thumbs up from you for this for this recipe. Yeah, I didn't like the number of steps, but if you, uh, you know, if you did them, I did them uh, yeah, all I, I really simultaneously. So like while the bacon yeah. was cooking, I formed the burgers and blah 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 blah. While the burgers were cooking, I made the sauce and the da 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 da. So it wasn't that big of a deal for me. Now it's time for you. It's your turn to choose from the issue. What is your choice for this month? Adam Burns, what are we making for the next episode? Now, before you say, usually what's funny is you don't like, you said you don't like how many steps there were. You usually pick very involved steps that take multiple days. And it's very like many, many, many ingredients. And it's super hard. What is it? What are we making this month? This well, month you episode? know, I, I don't look at the number of steps. I just look at the ingredients and yeah. the picture. Okay. And then I say, oh, that's what I Um. I mean, look, I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. This one looks a little like someone vomited on top of of a pork chop. This sounds like why uh, an amazing choice, but <laughs> it sounds good to me. Okay. Um, it is the savory sweet pork chops with prunes. The savory sweet pork chops with prunes. All right, let's take a look. I'm going to look at look at this recipe here. Uh, it's phone. on page 13. Well, I'm putting it up on my phone. So, okay. um, savory. Let me see. Oh, found it. Okay. Oh, my God. It, it looks like it looks like baby vomit. 
You're right. It yeah, looked like baby I, vomit. Who took that photo? I, I, well, I mean, know. maybe it was impossible to make it look good, but it literally looks like someone yeah, it does not look ate good. some of that and had too much to drink and then went back to the table and threw up on top of it. Um. Okay, well, here we go. But so, it sounds like it tastes good, though. Well, we're going to find out. I'll tell you what, we're going to be able to shit for days after this. I've never bought prunes either, so that'll be a thing. Um. All right. Well, I mean, this is. Are you okay with a prune? I mean, are you? Oh, I don't you mind. I don't mind. Actually, this is something my parents would like. They like these kind of saucy. Like, they love pork chops, so that's a plus. Okay. Uh, and they like these kinds of things. I think. I think you're right. I think it looks like baby vomit. I don't know. Well, actually, what I'm thinking about is I don't know how I'm going to take one of my fancy Jobatans pictures. Yeah, I just want to say you have you have gotten too fancy, Joe. Like you, we were doing this for a long time, and I was putting a lot of effort into it. And you have just gone. You must be the most competitive person because you're like I'm going to beat Adam. No, well, Adam. And I so took, you have gotten I took a picture so of the burger. I took a picture like, of the burger. It is like you hired a food stylist. You have the yolk running down. You uh-huh. have the sauce going over the side of the bun. It's perfectly yeah. lit. Mm-hmm. Like all of this stuff. And and the last two, I didn't even see them until the other day. The last two look like they were in like some special photo booth with like special lighting and some uh-huh. weird. I'm like, you know what? I give up. You won. Your photos are better than mine. I'm sick of taking photos. I really think it's your phone. This is just, I'm just using an iPhone in portrait mode. That's all I'm doing. Okay. And then the one the, the one that's the sausage one, that looks like a mess. And I had to use, it was such, the background was so horrible. I had to use this app called Pixel Cut to take everything else out. Yeah, I thought you did some of that. But I just, and people used to compliment my photos, but I've just gotten. You have a bunch of, you have a you know, bunch of likes and stuff. When I'm tired, look, when I'm done cooking yeah. and it's time to eat, I'm like, oh, now I got to take this photo. I need a stylist. I'm going to keep taking photos. But I'm just telling you, the quality of my photos is not, is not going to live up to what you're doing. Get an I iPhone. Just, huh? Get an iPhone. It's not the camera. It's just like it's the lighting and the staging that you're doing, like all this stuff that you're. It literally took me a second. Wow. The one, the one little thing I will cop to is yes, I did take a a knife and just. I did hire a stylist. No, no, I took Uh, a knife and I sliced the the yolk and it dripped right down just like that. mm -hmm. Yeah. Mark doesn't like runny eggs and he doesn't like messy burgers, so I cooked ours a little bit more done than normal. He doesn't like his hands to get dirty when he's eating. I hope that the guy, I hope your mortal enemy doesn't hear that. You're going to get a fucking email. <laughs> Who's my mortal? Oh, oh, okay. The guy that wrote the thing. All right, Adam oh, yeah. Burns, any other stories you got for us this week? No, but you have one. I sure do. Do you remember the Magic Castle? I don't know if you remember it because when we went, you decided to go to down the street to, which wasn't really down the street. To um, the Griffith Observatory while I sat at the Magic Castle. We went to Magic Castle. We did? We saw, uh, yeah, we saw a magician or a couple of magicians even. Uh Uh, A lady spilled wine on Mark's suit. Oh, that's right. Uh, Of all the people not to spill. Yes. Uh, (laughs) And and we we heard the piano Mm -hmm. being played. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we went. So, okay. So let me tell you. So I have not, I actually have not been much even before the pandemic, but since the pandemic, I have not been at all. 
And, uh, I'm going tonight. Mostly because there, there's this, I'm not going to get into, if you want to hear the whole explanation, listen to this Joe Batanz where I talk about the print. Basically, don't you have to be in some special tier to listen to yes, that? That was an exclusive tier and above. Yeah. Well, then that means a lot of people can't. Yeah. Well, no, a lot of people can if they fork up the dough. Anyway, so, uh, but there's an artist that I like and he's doing a print. Of the Magic Castle, so it's my two favorite things combined. Like, look at it. Like, my, my fucking... I look like I, I'm running a gallery here, you know? I swear, if you ever stop podcasting, you should open a poster store. <laughs> I really should. Just, I really you should. Know, where they have those flip things yeah. that you go... You know, you have the posters and you flip, flip, flip. Yeah. Like, they used to have it... Uh, what's that? Spencer Gifts or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I told this story before, but I used to... When my grandma or my mom would take me to the mall, I'd, I'd go to Spencer and they'd go do other things. I would stay there. And I would just keep looking at the poster. But what I was really doing was there was a tw- – I wonder if anyone in the – the people on Discord are really good at this stuff. I'm going to give a very, very thorough description. It was a picture of Johnny Depp from 21 Jump Street. So 21 Jump Street was on at the time. And he's just standing there. I want to say he has his hip out a little bit. And he has his thumb in one of his pockets, right? He's wearing blue jeans. I want to say he's and like maybe they're torn, and I want to say he's wearing some sort of like I wouldn't say plaid, but some sort of vest with like a like a like it's, he's just looking really eighties cool, and he just I just thought he was so beautiful, but I didn't want anyone to know, and I feel like maybe there was a little peak of some bulge, maybe I don't remember, but <clears throat> I want to say that I thought he was so hot, and I wanted to keep staring at his picture, but I didn't want people to think I was gay. So I just kept flipping through them and then just going back to that poster and maybe staying on that one a little longer and then looking at the basketball posters and the wrestling posters and then going back. And and, and I just loved, which is so funny because Johnny Depp is so fucking gross now. Oh, that's the one. Yes. Wow. They are good. Yes. A hundred percent. It was that poster. I mean, he looks cute in that, in yeah. that poster. I, uh... Yeah. Um, I thought he had a vest. Well, I, I thought he had like a plaid vest on. <coughs> I didn't realize it was a denim vest. But yeah, that was the poster. It'd be at Spencer Gifts, right? And uh, man, even now I'm like, that was a good choice, Joe. Because he was Johnny Depp was, <laughs> yeah, was so cute. hot. He was so so hot. Am I wrong? Now, now he looks dirty. He looks like a, like a weird, crazy. Like he doesn't boy. shower. Yeah, it looks very, very bad. Oh, he stinks. But there is kind of a bulge there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. My eyes were always just drawn to that. Anyway, um. So anyway, so you're going to so the Magic Castle tonight? Yeah, because he's doing a print of the Magic Castle, and you can get it tonight at the Magic Castle. I had to make a reservation. Whole thing, right? Again, for the longer version of the story, which there is, go to this Joe Matanz. All right. But the point is, Adam, have you met? I know you're not into meeting people, mm-hmm. but have you met Neil Patrick Harris? Oh, yes. I, I, I've, I've talked about this. Um, if you go on to on like the first or second, whatever today, because actually I found that there's a board meeting tonight, whatever Tuesday of the month it is. Right. Is the second or third Tuesday of the month. Uh, they have the board meetings. And so if you went, it's always a slower night. And so I I didn't plan to go, but I've been there on those nights a couple of times when he was a president, and I he would just be sitting there. And so a couple of times I went and talked to him, a very, very nice person, very down to earth. He seems like he'd be nice. Yeah, he yeah. was very, very nice. Anyway, 
I I have talked to him though. I have talked about this where like I thought because I have a really really I think magic is so cornball and cheesy, you know. Like I think just as much as funny as people think magic is, I also think it's funny, right? I just still love it though. Okay, and he's and so, more serious about well, it. I assumed he would have the sort of same sense of humor. Like I'm going to put a picture in the Discord. This is from today. This is from the private Magic Castle Facebook group. This is from today, and I sent this to Adam Della Pena today. I said this is going to be a hard no. Okay. Um, why is this not sending? There we go. Um, so people can read what. So I, but like, I just think it's so stupid, right? <coughs> so anyway, um, so I'm going to Magic Castle night. So I'm talking to John Paul and talking about the poster, blah 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 blah. And he says, oh, my friends are coming into town. By the way, this is a story. I'm actually, people who've heard this story on Disturb a Tance, this is not accurate, but I'm changing things around to make the story smoother and faster. But John Paul says, I have a friend coming in from town. Could, would you mind taking him to the Magic Castle? And I go, uh, yeah, I'm going to be there anyway, so that's no problem, right? So uh, I send John Paul the bump at the teeth and at that. And then he goes, oh, I go, also, there's this dress code. Send him this dress code. Right. Oh, by the way, before when I tell him, I'll take them. He goes, uh, oh, I don't know if you remember her. We went to college with her. She was or is the goddaughter of the magician Harry Blackstone Jr. Now, Harry Blackstone Jr. has been dead for 25 years, maybe more. Okay. But that is one of the biggest names in magic. Okay. That's like the Clintons or something like that. Right. And they, he was very involved with the magic castle. His widow is still very involved in the magic castle. And so okay. I said, why doesn't she, if that's his goddaughter, why doesn't she go through the widow? Right. And yeah. he goes, and John Paul goes, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they have married on good terms. Right. <clears throat> so then John Paul's, I send the dress code. She didn't know there was a dress code. And I was like, how do she not know there's a dress code? She is the goddaughter. I'm like, this is like, seriously. And this is, anyway, I'll get to this in a second. Then he calls, you know what? They don't want to go. They didn't know there was a dress code. They don't want to bring suits and all this stuff from Florida. It's a no. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I invite Jay Ellis and his boyfriend, Paul. Right? So we're going to go. John Paul called me that day. They changed their mind. They want to go. <laughs> and they go, well, it's too late. I already invited other people. Do you want to go? He said, yeah, I'll go. So now it's me, John Paul, Jay, and Paul. I have to give them now. I have to find the VIP pass. I have to give it to them. And you have to physically have it in your hand when you show up. So John Paul has to drive over to my house. I have to give him the VIP pass. He has to drive it now to them, wherever they're staying in whatever hotel. To hand them the pass. Because you have a limit or something to the number of people at a, at one time. That I can take in with or... me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there was four of – I can only bring in five with me. And so there's four of them. I already invited Jay and Paul oh. that they were over. Yeah. So – but I gave them a, a pass. But they have to buy dinner. Okay? So then – now, so now I have to give away one of my passes. John Paul had to come pick it up. Then John Paul had to drive it to them so that they ha- physically have it in their hands. Calls me last night. He drives her the pass, and she says, "Oh, that's great, thanks." I was talking to the Harry Blackstone's widow, and she's gonna be there because she has a board meeting because she's on the fucking board of directors of the goddamn Magic Castle. 
She's going to be there. And I'm going to see her. And the, both John Paul and I were like, well, why didn't she just go through her? I told John Paul, this is like if, you know, John Paul works for the Disney Corporation. It would be as if uh, uh, Don Disney calls him and is like, can you get me into the uh, Disneyland? I don't. Yeah. And, and you're like, what? You could do five million different ways to get into Disneyland. Did he ask her? No, I'm going to fucking ask her tonight. I'm going to fucking ask. There, I'm not even joking. There is a room. A whole room dedicated to the Blackstone family in the Magic Castle. And yeah. she's afraid to ask him. Anyway. So, uh, and so then John Paul didn't want to wear a suit. Now he's, gonna, and now he's wearing a suit for tonight. And he's like, I don't know if I'm going to fit in this suit. Yeah. And I go, well, yeah, that's what everyone's dealing with that. Um, okay. Uh, that is what I got today. Adam Burns. Anything else going on in your neck of the woods? <clears throat> nope. I'm all good. I'm all, all good. good. What, what are you gonna go do now? Actually, what what's what's on what's on the agenda? Uh, either cook or pick up food. I really don't want to cook, mm-hmm. so we may end up but going to pick up food. And if I, but that water yeah, burger. I, I don't know. Um, maybe raising Cane's chicken. Which you, which I know you hate, is for the sauce. You only like it with the sauce. No, I don't hate it. I like it, but I love the sauce. Is it better I than? I've never sauce. been. Is it better than the Chick Fil A sauce? Uh, yeah. It well, it's just different. It's just different. But I, if I had to choose between the two, I would probably choose cane sauce. Oh, really? Yeah. The, but the, I like both. I have a bottle of the Chick Fil A sauce right here behind me. We have a bottle in the refrigerator. I mean, it's good. It's good, but I, but probably, if I had to take something on an island with me, and they said, "Hey, you just have one of these sauces," I'd probably take the cane sauce. You wouldn't take your boyfriend, Mark? No. If they said choose a sauce between these two sauces, you can have one sauce on you with it with you know on this island. Probably. Or maybe the bloomin' onion sauce at Outback. Mm-hmm. I might prefer that. I prefer cream of some young guy. But, uh... I mean, I would have that with me anyway. I'm talking about, you know, just a, like a dipping sauce. I want to finish this whole episode with a question. A question I know you're not going to answer. But I want <laughs> you to look in your face when I ask this question. I'm not going to make a look. Just for that. When was the last time you swallowed Mark's cum? I always do. 